Hey, what's going on out there, everybody? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. Sitting here in studio with bait, plunking, salmon fishing extraordinaire, Mr. Bill Rivas from Millennial Bait Company and Top Guides Northwest. Is it Top Guides Northwest? Yes. Top Guides Northwest. How's it going? Going good. Going good. Heck yeah. We're right in the middle of the springer season. How's it going for you? Zero fish so far. Perfect. Yep. I've gone a couple shakedown trips with some buddies and I finally got to run my boat today and uh, yeah, nothing for us, but a buddy got one. So happy for him and that's how it goes. That's kind of been the the story right now. That has definitely lots of smell in the lower river, marked a ton of smell. Um, Conditions are tough this year. So is it time? Is it time to just drag prawn spinners and cooney spinners and not I'm care about not anything? Not gonna lie, I definitely rigged one up to throw in the arsenal for something different, just because there's so many smelt in the river. Dang! I remember a few years ago when they were dying off. That was kind of the ticket. So we're gonna talk a little bit about we're gonna talk a little bit about prawns, a little bit about coon shrimp, a little bit about plunkin, kind of a little bit of everything. But you make the world famous, especially Northwest famous, Columbia River famous, Northwest famous. Did I say that already? I think I did. Millennial bait. There it is. Let's talk about how long have you been doing millennial bait for? Oh, six years off and on. Uh, came back this last year with no stores, and now we're up to 32. 32 stores? 32 stores. Oh, my gosh. Name a few. Just to, just to give people an idea, oh. because before before you do, like I want to let everyone know, like Bill's bait is no slouch. Like When I run, when I run bait, it's millennial coon shrimp. It's millennial prawns. No question. I'll just say at some of those gorge tributaries last year, I mean, myself and Blair and Ryan and Brandon and uh, everybody made hay with your bait last year. It was good quality bait, good durable bait, and uh, you have the right sense and you have the right concoction in there to make a bite for yes, sure. Definitely. Definitely. It's taken a process to uh, figure out what I wanted to do and how to do it, but I think everything's dialed in now and I think people are starting to see that. All right. If you've got 32 stores, <laughs> name a few of them real quick. Uh, Fisherman's Marine, Sport Co. A couple uh, small ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of Minute Marts next to, next to the boat launches, pretty much. I've even seen the Chevron on Industrial Way in Longview. I always like pull up and they have that big millennial bait sign there. They actually just got a brand new fridge today. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Dropping yeah. that off on the way to doing I, some fishing. I actually <laughs> did that. I went to Home Depot right after fishing and then I went and got that, traded out the fridges. And, oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yep. So you're, so you're sweating. I'm trying. Trying. What are you selling right now? So you got coon shrimp, of course. Coon shrimp, and then we're doing tails for tipping jigs, wrapping plugs, stuff like that. Um, you know, also stretchy string those on. Uh, and then, yeah, the prawns. Egg cures? Yeah, got prawn the egg cures? Cure, prawn cures. Uh, also got a little little something of some bait sauce coming out. So something for people to look at. Bait um, sauce? Yeah, it's my coonie sauce. Um, Procure came out with it for me, and it's just one of those things that the only other thing I could possibly think of that is a game changer for coon shrimp, in my opinion. Why is that? Just because coon shrimp's just a good bait and you know how to cure them right? Or? It is, but I think I have all the, the key ingredients that are needed to effectively get all these fish past this one ingredient. So that's what I put into the sauce with other ingredients that are already into my jar. Gotcha. So. And I can tell you guys too, like, from I can't remember if it was, God, it had to be 7E years ago because i think laden was only laden was well, maybe it was, yeah, was probably 70 10 years ago 10 years ago well, he's 13 now jeez and if you think about it i remember we're going down and and, and plunking off a, a famous beach in vancouver for sockeyes going down there and uh, bill's like come on down you gotta come out check out this plunk it's great for your kid and 
holy cow, we went down there and just messed them up. I think we got 28 that day. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the line of fish we had going. It was like, I think, a three sockeye limit plus two steelhead and then any few bonus summer Chinook mix in. Everything right. bit your bait. I know, I know Layden got at least four steelhead that day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, <laughs> yeah, because it was like some of, I think it was, some of those were his first steelhead he'd ever caught. Yeah. You had and, a spinning rod down there and everything. I Just forgot later. about that. That's right. Later. That's yeah. right. We plunked a spinning reel. Yep. And then these big summers were grabbing his... <laughs> Grabbing his plunking rod, he was trying to rip these things in. I remember that. Oh, gosh, I can't believe you remember that. I totally forgot. You didn't help him at all. He did great. No, it's a little bastard's on his own. Yeah, no, no, he did good. <laughs> He's gonna he figure did. it out, or else, yeah. well, yeah, my son. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> he did really good. That's awesome. Well, shoot, what's some of the things that uh, other? Th- I mean, you talk about tipping jigs, wrapping prawns, fishing sockeye, plunking, yep. plunking, adding coon shrimp to egg cocktails for hover fishing. Yep, and revolver. Um, What's some of the other like kind of things? I mean, what about trout fishing? The guys using those those coonies for trout, anything Absolutely. like that? Yeah, I've gotten a lot of guys actually from uh, up in Spokane reaching out to me for trout bait. They said it's working great on trout. I haven't personally used it, but definitely working good for them. Um, Kokanee's another good one. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, sp- guys are putting them in spawn sacks, you know, the tails and whatnot. And with, with tuna balls, that's great additive and, you know, kind of get the best of both worlds. I heard it also works really good if you tip the little tiny hooks and you go fish the trout pond at the sportsman show. Mm. Mm. <laughs> rumor rumor has it that that might have been the winning bait it in worked, one of our derbies. <laughs> it worked great until I, I came out and tried to do it with everybody else there, and then it didn't work at all. Oh. <laughs> and then the fish said, nope. I'm, I think Marlon said, I'm pretty disappointed right now. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh-oh. Well, I can tell you what, like last year, um, you know, we've got our own, you know, Fishing a long time, guiding a long time, doing the coon shrimp thing. Not as long as some of those things. I mean, really, like, the coon shrimp craze. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it craze. It's probably been just in the last 12 to 15 years. Like, yeah. it was prawns. For, Pe- people are just realizing how versatile they are. Right. You know, they're, they're just so good for so many different fisheries. And, I mean, from steelhead to sockeye to chinook. I mean, chum, coho even. Like, it's... Yeah, late coho. Or late coho will mop them up. Same yeah. with same with the Same with the late, like, even fall chinook in the Columbia. Yep. I was using them for coho all year, tipping my, my spinners. So, that's right down down in the big water stuff. Yep. So a guy goes out and buys a thing of your coon shrimp. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna go out. Let's just talk some spring chinook plunking on the Columbia. Is there any like tips, tricks? I mean, you make a very good durable bait, but how should people be like storing this bait, treating it, hooking it up? Is there anything you want to kind of add to the add to the listeners out there to? Yeah, as, ideas. as for storing it, you know, when you go and buy your jar from the store, uh, you know, you're good for a little while if, you know, until you get home, but definitely get it in the refrigerator as soon as possible. Um, always keep it on ice, you know, that way it stays cold and they don't get, they don't get warm and, and then soft essentially. So um, past that, yeah. I mean, it's not like the bait's going to the spoil, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we always talk a lot about it. Um, you know, on our live feeds and podcasts, like just making sure that, that you do everything just kind of like perfect, like when you can. And so like not having the, the coon shrimp just bake in the sun and, you yep. know, it, it, it's not going to do it any good, like yep. for sure. And I mean, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure someone's out there going like, well, I could let my coon shrimp bake. My cure could bake in the sun. Like, cool, cool. But like, it's kind of like with a couple of herring, would you, would you do that if you really like could avoid it? Like, well, just avoid it and make sure that the baits you know, the best it can be. 
Yes. Always. Yes, definitely try to keep it cold. That's that's the biggest thing. With that said, though, uh, I also ship my bait warm. So if you, if you order from my website, millennialbaitco.com, you can order my products online and I can ship it to your house. Once you receive them, there's instructions on handling and everything. You know, get your bait into the fridge as soon as possible. You understand it's been shipped warm. It's part of our curing process. Everything's fine. Yeah, because I've been in your garage and I've seen like once you do your concoction, no, you got them. You got them sitting out. Just well, the same kind of thing like with curing eggs too. You know, and, and Jason Hambly and and the guys from Pro Cure that you know help make your stuff. You know, sit there and go. You know, sometimes it's not best to necessarily cure something in a very like you know just a few degrees above frozen environment. You know, you want you know the you know whatever that thing that you're curing is to expand a little bit and be able to like take the cure and absorb the cure to make sure it gets cured all the way through. Exactly. And I mean, and that's one thing about your bait is like the color, the coloration and your process, you know, with the dyes and everything, the, the color lasts and lasts a, a long time and it's always cured all the way through. And that's, that's really important. But right. I think the difference between someone letting a, a jar of coon shrimp, you know, sit either idly in their garage or in the back of their boat with the sun beating down on it in the middle of June, summer Chinook fishing versus like throwing it in a cardboard box and shipping it in a pretty controlled environment. Yes. Two different things. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I, I got those buddies that leave their jar of shrimp into the boat, you know, for a week at a time and they still go out there and mop them up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I guarantee you I've done that a couple I times still too. very much strongly recommend the fr- refrigerator. Yeah. So... Well, I could tell you what, like, you know, I don't want to make this like necessarily like a millennial bait infomercial, but I know a few guys, like even some of the areas that we were fishing last year that, that were kind of struggling and, and having a tough go. And we were telling them, oh yeah, you gotta get some of Bill's bait. You gotta get some of Bill's bait. And I remember one, one distinct day and there's one distinct individual. I'm not going to name names because it's, it's all good, but he had the cure, like the wicked cure. Like that was the the only thing that they'd eat. And my, my stuff's the the grade A and he took, a, I mean, I, I will say he was very quick to, to come to the table of the uh, millennial, quick. very quick because very about quick. a day and a half later, he's, Hey man, you got any jars of that Bill's bait? You got any jars? Of that? And then I, I don't even think his season got started. He was already, no, because he won't, he's, he's not yeah. the type of guy that could tolerate someone else catching a couple more fish than him. Oh man. Yeah. He was, he was groveling quick, but I tell you what, the second we put it in his hands, like, he was smashing them just like everybody else. So oh, we've yeah. seen, uh, I've, I've been witness to, especially last spring, man, I've been witness to those, those coon shrimp doing some freaking damage out there. And if there's any way that you guys, uh, out there have the opportunity to fish, uh, some of the millennial bait coon shrimp, uh, be sure to pick up a jar. You got any specials, anything new coming out, anything, uh, just the Cooney sauce coming out, working on a few small things, but, uh, yeah, just keep watching the page, follow us and you'll see some of those cool things as they come out. Yeah, millennial bait on Facebook. Yep, social media. Social I mean, media. Yeah, all the social media. All the young guys are doing it. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to check out more of the products, millennialbaitco.com. Perfect. Thanks for coming in, Bill. Hopefully, uh, we'll be talking a little bit better springers uh, here uh, very shortly. Oh, I think so. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming in. Thank you.